I think for me, it's been the most life-changing part of meal prep is the fact that I can throw things. I just throw them literally <laughs> from across I, the room. I toss them in my crock pot. I turn it on and I come back and it's all cooked. <laughs> it's like magic. The big question is this. In a world of fake Instagram models and fad diets, how do real people achieve their fitness goals? We are an army of hardworking women changing their lives through fitness and health. Wherever you are at on your journey, we have the answers to how to make working out and eating well a part of your life. Join us in changing the dialogue for women everywhere. Welcome to the Thick Thighs Save Lives podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Thick Thighs Save Lives podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Kelsey. We have a really, I think, important episode in the way of nutrition for you today, which people are always asking us for the nutrition help. A lot of people feel it's their biggest hurdle. So I think the more we help we can give in the nutrition area, the better. And so that's what this episode is going to be about, about how to get yourself ready and prepared for the week ahead with some great nutritious meals. Absolutely. We have some quick tips, secrets. Quick tips. Quick tips. Secrets. We're going to share with our community. Why? I can't tell anybody. (laughs) What's this microphone doing here then? Secrets. Secrets are no fun. (laughs) Secrets. Secrets are done. So I think the main thing here that we all think about with nutrition is that preparation is key to success. Fail to prepare and prepare to fail. Yes. But preparation, we often think of as being this overwhelming task that is going to take a mass amount of time and you need to have a bunch of little containers to... Those little containers. <laughs> have all of your... Like food. laid out nicely. Like, listen, if that's your jam, that's what you're into and that makes you feel prepared for the week, go for it. If you're like me, you don't know what you're going to want on a day-to-day basis. And I... So I've been through the lay out a bunch of meals for the entire week and this is what I'm going to eat. And there's a certain amount of security in that because if you're just starting out and you don't know what to eat and you start to think like, I know that this is a good choice and I know I'm going to eat it on Tuesday at this time and you feel security in that, go for it. If you're more like me and you've done that and that kind of feels a little bit daunting that you have to eat that what on if Wednesday. I, what if I don't want broccoli on so Wednesday? That's, that's what happened to me. What if I want asparagus? <laughs> Is that I was, I had a certain amount of security with, okay, I'm going to eat that at that time. But then it would start to feel like, but maybe I don't want that. What's going to happen if I don't want that? But now I've already made it. Well, can I freeze it? Then I don't have anything and I've already prepared this thing. And there's kind of a lot of pressure on there's that. There's a lot of pressure on that. And I, I couldn't agree more. I don't, I don't like being like preparing that far in advance because like, you're right. Like on a rainy Tuesday, you might want a warm soup and not kale salad that you prepared originally. Even if I like that salad. Yeah. But you just don't know. But maybe I don't like it that day. It's the unknown. And, and I then I think, become mad at that food. Yeah, you're like you're <laughs> eating it angrily. Yes. Like, oh, I hate this. Yeah, stupid. even though like I may have made chili and I I like it, 
but I don't want it today. And now I'm mad at it. And then I'll have like weeks where I'm still mad. And it's then like you get like you, you can't eat it again for like a week because mm-hmm. you're like, well, I it's, it has bad feelings associated <laughs> with it, the, the, the bad chili that I didn't want. And I mean, really, that's when we start getting into like an unhealthy relationship with food when we're eating things that we hate or don't want at that time. And it's not about just giving into every single thing and saying like, well, I right now I want a cheeseburger. I'm going to eat a cheeseburger. It's not about that, but it's about eating food that you enjoy. And I, I think you're right. I don't know what food I'm going to enjoy on a Tuesday afternoon. And so I kind of like to leave that open, but I do think for beginners, it is a good jumping off point to say like, okay, I'm going to prep some stuff for the week and I'm going to have it in my little containers in the fridge. But once you get beyond the point of I'm not sure how to eat to stay on track with my goals, once you, and that's why we always promote the learning, right? Mm-hmm. Is like never like just like meal replacement shakes or, or whatever that, that don't promote any learning in nutrition. Once you get to a place with your nutrition where you know what is good food, what keeps you on track, what is nutritious to go in your body, then you have a lot more options, right? Mm -hmm. Don't you think? Yeah. I think that sometimes we don't get there though when we start to think about learning how to eat and what are nutritious foods. We get stuck in this, I can only have, that's where the whole chicken, broccoli and rice came from. Right. Is that it has to be this like kind of mundane like thing that you're doing over and over. If and it, it tastes just, good, it isn't healthy. Yeah. And this That's routine that you, it's like routine, routine, routine. We drill that in, but then it, it almost becomes like unimaginative. Yeah. You and know, and you, we don't branch out into things that actually could be delicious <laughs> and could keep us going just like our workouts. Like we change things up all the time. Just because I really like to squat doesn't mean I'm going to squat every single day. Just because it's good for me doesn't mean I'm going to squat every single day. I'm going to change it up because like we're humans. Right. And I think that that's the one thing that the one reason why that that meal prep, that typical one, think about where you go on a Sunday afternoon, you spend four hours with all your little containers laying out one piece of chicken breast, one scoop of rice, one cup of broccoli, and then you have that and that's all you have to eat for the week is that same mundane thing. That's when we start to get into that not being sustainable because who really wants to do that? And again, like we said in the episode last week, like who wants to start something that they know that they are not going to continue? You don't see yourself doing that when you're 90, then what's the point in starting it? So I think what we want to present is that there are a lot of different ways to meal prep and it doesn't have to include four hours on a Sunday with boring containers of boiled chicken. Instead, we can prepare for the week and make sure that we're successful without eating boring food that we don't like. Yeah. That does take some, as you're learning though, that does take some time and some research and some ideas from other people. I know when I first started changing my thinking around food and nutrition, I got a lot of good ideas from people around me that have said like, Hey, I've tried this thing with the crock pot and I tried it and I'm like, what? I I mean, one of the things Well, you're using my chili recipe right now. I I know you are. I was going to go to the chicken and pineapple and bacon. Oh, that's mine too. Yeah. That's that's one of my favorites. 
plants that I've stolen and has become kind of a staple in my house because I make it all the time. I really enjoy it. <laughs> but you kind of take these things from other people that you're like, well, I have that and I really liked it. So I'm going to I'm gonna put that into my kind of rotation of what I'm doing. But if you haven't heard of that one, Ooh, that's a good you, one. If you like chicken mm. and you like bacon <laughs> and check, pineapple. Check. Yeah. <laughs> Double check. And adding the pineapple in there is always just such a good, and then we add some like hot sauce and stuff. So it's, mm. yeah, we'll share that with you guys. So meal prep is so individual, obviously, because everybody, everybody has different tastes. Like everybody has different things they like, things they don't like. And, and what we don't want to get caught up on is that there is only these three foods that you have to eat when you meal prep. And if you don't like those, well, then too bad for you. The most important thing about prepping meals and being, you know, successful in your nutrition is finding foods that you love and making them on a consistent basis. Yeah. And I think that that's, you know, like you said, with the, with the chicken and pineapple recipe, that's something that you really love. That might not be something that somebody else really loves. And they shouldn't say, well, that's what Kelsey eats and she looks awesome and she's super fit. So that's what I'm going to eat. If you don't like it, you don't, don't make it. You don't have to eat it. No. <laughs> but I think that's key because I think, you know, some people think that, whatever someone else is making and if they are aesthetically where you want to be that you got to eat what they eat and that's just not true because we have all kinds of of millions of varieties of recipes and food groups and all these things that we can use in our in our everyday eating that are all going to give healthy and nutritious benefits to our body absolutely i think one of the most important things to think about while you're setting up your foundation for meal prep and prepping for success is looking at your food groups and just having an education around that. So looking at what is going to be my protein for the week and not looking to a shake. I know that's a really easy thing to say, well, I get my protein from this powder. No, what is going to be my protein for that? I'm going to have like, I rotate a lot of them. So I have like chicken, turkey, steak, salmon, cod, whatever, ground beef, ground beef. Yeah. And you can obviously make those in a variety of ways, but I have my kind of like staples that I say, I know I'm going to start with a protein. Next, I'm going to go to a veggie, which there's like endless amounts of veggies. I think where we've gotten a lot caught up in is the salad. We know we talked about that in a past episode, but thinking that in order to get your greens in, you have to be like shoving cold salad down your throat. But that's not necessarily true. Especially if you don't like it. If you don't like salad. And don't eat in salad. the winter, it's like... I hate, hard. yeah, I hate eating yeah. salad in the winter. It's just too cold. But in the summer, cold. it's like you can you can go for it. But in the winter, it's like, mm. But mixing up like your broccoli, asparagus, whatever it is that you like, if you're like a spinach person, but just making sure like, okay... I know that these are my veggies that I like and I can mix them up in a whole bunch of different ways, but this is kind of how I structure my meals. Right. And those are your two biggest portions. Yes. Right. Those your protein your... source and your veggie source are your two biggest portions. Absolutely. And I think those are the ones, especially for the veggies that we undervalue so much when we look at especially American lifestyle, the portions on our plates, the veggies seem to be the smallest one. When you look at your portion size, I think I've mentioned this in a previous episode, but when you look at your portion sizes and you look at your protein, that should be about the size of your palm. Your portion size should be about the size of your palm. Same thing for your carbohydrates or your starch. It's about this. Those are okay to eat. We don't have to demonize them, which I know a lot of, especially in like 
the bodybuilding world or wherever we, we kind of like demonize certain food groups and like, we definitely want to take that away about the size of your palm. And then the rest of your plate, veggies, your biggest, (laughs) your biggest portion right there. And you can have as many as you want. You can have as many as you want, which is always the best thing to me about, I do a little trick. I don't know if other people do this. This is like going to sound totally obsessive compulsive, (laughs) but when I eat, I don't know, tell me if this is so weird. When I eat, like I like to go around in a circle. So like I do one bite of this, one bite of this, one bite of this, and then a drink. So I like to have three things. On. Is this sounding great right no, now? No, I, I don't think so, but I wouldn't say that it doesn't sound oh, crazy to other people. So I like to have, I prefer to have three things on my plate and a drink. And I like to go around in a rotation. And one thing that I've tried to start employing just as like a little trickster, trickster. is that instead of eating one bite of everything in a, an even circle, I will eat one bite of my protein, one bite of my starch, and then two bites of my veggies mm-hmm. to try to ensure that if I run out of something, okay, because that's the other weird thing. Oh my God, I'm getting weirder and weirder. <laughs> I like out. to finish all the three things at the same time. So <laughs> if I run out of one, it's sort of like a disaster and I have to get, because if there's only so if you're two eating with left, Rachel, don't come in and take a bite. No, <laughs> no. Messed get up your system. fork out of my plate because I have a system and I've <laughs> planned it. Like, no, this really happens to me. Like I've planned it exactly. And someone will come take a bite. Like, oh my God. In my mind, of course, unless my husband, then I yell out loud. Like, <laughs> oh my God, it's all thrown off because I like to finish everything at the same time. But what happens is if I take two bites of the veggies is that'll be the first thing that I'll finish. And so if I have to replace anything, it'll be veggies. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like because that, you know, I get the feeling of being full for longer from the veggies. And so, oh gosh, that that whole thing really sounds like I don't like think it's weird. Crazy <laughs> lunatic status. I don't think it's weird, but I also know that I have some because we're in the same family, I think that's why it's not weird. I think other people listening are like, huh, that's a little obsessive. Isn't it so bothersome though if you finish one thing, like yeah. if your protein's all gone and then you have the other well, two things just like, looking at you? I like to do this happened last night. This is why it's in the fresh in my mind is that we were making dinner and part of it was salad and typically or sometimes people have their salad in a different bowl and they have it before their meals I don't like to do that no because it's alone <laughs> yeah I don't like to do that and I don't like to eat the whole it's just one taste and I don't like to eat the whole thing first and then I have to move on I'm like no 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 so I always say like I don't want a bowl for my salad I want to put it on my plate and so with my other things in. yeah and like with the salad dressing sometimes I like to put it on my other things mm. <laughs> if it gets a little on the broccoli yeah like, or my potatoes or something I'm like oh that's nice <laughs> so I know that that's something like weird that I do that I'm like putting it all in with the rest of the things and even sometimes I'm like Rachel keeps them separate but sometimes I'm like mixing it oh no I don't like that I mix no, it. no, that I makes put it right anxious. on top. No. I'm like, I'm like, ooh, I just want to get these in everywhere. But. No, they need to all <laughs> remain separate. <laughs> don't touch each other either. I don't like that they touch. We're different food, food eaters all over the place, which we're probably going to talk in a later episode as well. So getting into our, I think we should get into some of our quick tips. We got five quick tips that we think can really help you. That It's not a traditional 
meal prep four hours on Sunday little containers kind of approach. If that's where you're comfortable, that's where you need to be comfortable. However, if that's a if that's getting mundane for you a little bit, or that just doesn't seem doable because like you don't have the time. I mean, me personally, I know I can't do that. Well, I don't this, have four hours on this. This can always be in addition to as well. I know that like you can find a balance balance between some of these things as you move along in like knowing yourself, knowing your nutrition, knowing your week. Because for me, sometimes I feel like if I get some stuff done on Sunday, it will make my nights a little bit easier. They can get a bit chaotic for me, but it can honestly be a mix for however, whatever works for you. And I think the biggest, our number one, number number one meal tip for you is to get a crock pot. <laughs> if you two, two, I have, I have two. two, two. I have two. You have three people living in your house. One of them's under three. <laughs> I have almost so as many crock size. pots as people yes. living in my house. <laughs> me too. I think for me, it's been the most life changing part of meal prep is the fact that I can throw things. I just throw them literally <laughs> from across I, the room. I toss them in my crock pot. I turn it on and I come back and it's all cooked. <laughs> it's like magic. Yeah. I freaking love my crock pot. And I just think that, you know, that helps me in so many ways because when I think about sitting down and like cutting, preparing, like I have to make dinner with my two-year-old. So like that is in itself hard enough. If I need to sit there and wash all the vegetables, cut all the vegetables, cut the protein source, like actually stirring it in a pan that so that it doesn't burn. None of that is going to happen because my two-year-old is not going to allow that to happen. So I know that if I can throw this stuff in. I mean, it could in, happen, but the house would probably be burned down. Well, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and the food would not taste good. So I know for sure that if I can get the stuff in the crock pot during his nap, I'm good to go. All I have to do is just scoop it into a plate and scoop it into a bowl and I'm good to go. So I think if you don't have a crock pot or an instant instant pot instant or pot, whatever, yeah, it, it one of the biggest tools that you can use to make sure that you can have a great dinner every night if you don't have necessarily the time to always cook it is a crock pot. Yeah. And I think that just for me, I always think that the crock pot works for all different lifestyles in so many different ways. Like you're putting it in in the nap. I generally don't, I leave the house in the morning and don't come home until like past eight at night. So I need some, I need something to get me when I get home. So usually I'll put it on in the morning on like the lower settings and come back and I'm like, yes, glorious. And it smells so good. But for the people who only have time, like, cause we have, you know, the morning people just have time at night. You can put it on before you go to bed and yep. wake up and that's your lunch for the next day. Put the rest in the fridge, maybe lunch and dinner, however you're working it. But these are just like no matter ways. what your schedule, yeah, there's always a way to make the crock pot work, which is what I love about it. Yeah. Yeah. So if you don't have go get one. Go get one. We are not endorsed by any crock pot company. Not that I know of, but I'd like to be. <laughs> but if you own one and you're listening to this. <laughs> I could have th- three crock pots if you want to send me one. <laughs> I'll have just as many Here crock pots as people. <laughs> you know why? Because instead of, for me, I know, instead of putting it sometimes in the containers, 
to put in the fridge. I just put the whole crock pot in oh, there. Oh, you do too? Yeah. Sometimes I just don't have time. And as it gets Mark smaller. Mark does that and that drives me insane. Well, as it gets like smaller amounts, I'm like, okay, we now there's no room in the fridge. I'm well, that's take why it, it, out. it takes up all the room in my fridge. Yeah. I can't stand when he does that. And then also, if I need to make another crock pot, it's in use. Well, that's why you got two. Yeah. Well, he puts them both in the fridge. <laughs> Well, now you've just gone too far. I can't stand him. I should really just get rid of him, honestly. <laughs> Keep my crock pots. <laughs> and the next one, our number two tip is your dinner. So I know that a lot of us think in order to have lunches throughout the week, we have to make it all on Sunday. What I really like to do is as I'm making dinner, I make definitely enough for probably five people when only two people are eating. <laughs> so then I have maybe enough for two lunches. <laughs> but make plenty, make a lot, and know that your second half of what you're going to eat is your lunch the next day. So for me, I know as I'm loading up my plate, I know that there's going to be enough chicken, whatever it is, and enough portions of everything else that is going to at least be my lunch for the next day. This seems like a simple tip, that we often overthink because as we're trying to get meals going, like you said, like as your two-year-olds run around the house thinking about setting down fire and you want to make some dinner, we don't think like, oh, I'm just going to throw on some extra chicken. It is the best thing you can do to save yourself more time throughout the week. Yeah, because you're cooking once and eating three times from it. Yeah. You know, you're eating dinner that night, lunch the next day, and maybe even lunch the next day if you cook enough. And that's also the good thing about the crock pot is you can dump a shitload of vegetables in there, a shitload of meat, and, and make a big portion. And then we're eating some for dinner, and then the rest is going in the fridge if you're my husband. For lunch the next day. And I think that that's, yeah, that's a really overlooked thing because we're all, we're often rushing to get the dinner on the table, get the dinner on the table. But if you just throw on a couple of extra chicken breasts or a couple of extra pieces of salmon, whatever, you've planned for now the next two days. Yeah. It's awesome. For me, I know that the I'll keep talking about the veggies, but for me, I know that I'm always making extra veggies, number one, because they shrink when you cook them. So I'm making like three times as many as I think I'm going to. And I always add it in my breakfast the next day. So I know we've talked a little bit about your lunch and dinner, but breakfast is really important meal that we often don't start with veggies. Yes, you absolutely should. But for me, I know if I make some like broccoli, banana peppers, is like a, a thing I like to make for a side mm, for that veggies because I love banana peppers. But I'll have broccoli and banana peppers, and then the next morning I'll just throw it in the pan and throw my eggs in, and then I have like eggs, broccoli, and banana peppers. And that might sound weird to people, but I think it's delicious. No, that sounds delicious to me. I don't know who that would sound weird to. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Wish I had some right now. <laughs> but um, that brings you to your number three tip, right? Which is what you really like to do. Yes, is to always make extra so that you have it in the fridge. So well, you make extra, you make like make a big pan of veggies. Mm -hmm. You do that like on Sundays, right? And I usually do it with chicken as well because I'm like famous for having like chicken in a bag. Like chicken a, in a bag. Like a Ziploc bag that I like. Snacks. It's snacks. Don't talk to me about your damn protein bars. Have a little chicken in a bag. Chicken in a bag. <laughs> Without all the sugar, like we've just like had a way better snack, especially for me that when I'm on the run, I'm like, a little chicken here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's, oh this? what's this in my pocket? <laughs> I, oh, chicken in a bag. Okay, <laughs> I'll have a little bite of that. 
<laughs> but yeah, for the, the veggies and the meat, I definitely like to make extra, put it in their like containers in the fridge. And then if I do want some salad or whatever, I have chicken that I can put right on it or some mixed veggies I can put right on it. But those are two things you want to make sure you have extra in your fridge. I love that. And our fourth tip is for sure that if you don't like warm chicken in a bag, you definitely need to invest in salmonella. Oh, damn. <laughs> so if you don't like salmonella, <laughs> you need to invest in a cooler because, and I'm not talking, you don't need to have like a super awesome giant Yeti that you're dragging Dra- everywhere. Like rolling behind you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, realistically, like if you just get yourself a nice little cooler lunchbox or whatever, but think of it this way. If your lunch or your snacks don't need to be refrigerated, they're probably not food. Mm -hmm. So they're probably highly processed because anything that doesn't really need to be refrigerated for long periods of time probably isn't something that you want to be ingesting anyways. So we want to get a cooler because those nice leftover crockpot meals that you have, whatever, you want to be able to have them be transferable, right? So if if you're not going to maybe necessarily an office that has a fridge if you're on the go, you get your kid's soccer game, you get this and that, the other thing. It's or nice if you're to have really a cooler. forgetful, True. like me. So for me, I come here and there's a fridge downstairs. And I rarely put my lunch in there because I'll forget it or walk out without it. And then like I'm on to my next place and I'm like, damn it, <laughs> I don't have my lunch. But if I have it just with me right in the cooler, I pick it up and go. Yeah. And it's an awesome place to store snacks too. Yeah. So you get your fruit in there. You get, you know, whatever, whatever it is. And even if you don't have access to a microwave, having your meal prepped food that's in a, in a nice cooler can really make a big difference in keeping you from stopping off for something that's less ideal when you're in a pinch. Yeah. Well, that's what happens is if you're going from place to place and you're really hungry and you're like, oh, well, the easiest thing right now would be would be for me to stop off at some fast food. But if you already have something in your car that is good nutritious food that you can eat right there, you don't have to stop, you don't have to waste money, you don't have to do any of this stuff. It's just right there. It's like, well, that's way better than anything I was going to get anyway. And it tastes better. For sure. You know the food you're making is tasting better. That's <laughs> true, girl. And if it's not, then... Get a crock pot. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel couldn't learn how to cook. She got a crock pot. I literally don't know how to cook. Like, I am horrible. I don't know why anyone would have married me. I mean, horrible <laughs> cook. But I'll tell you what. The crock pot knows how to cook. Yeah. And it fools people into thinking, I know how to cook. <laughs> I put it in I there. always say, I'm like, oh, Rachel's cooking... So she's crockpotting? <laughs> yeah. No, legitimately. And if any crockpot meal like calls for like cooking beforehand, I'm like, nope, <laughs> never mind. So can I put it in raw? <laughs> can't put it in raw. I'm not freaking doing it. And our last tip is for sure to have an emergency backup, either in the way of snacks or in the way of meals. So there's always going to be a time, it happened to me yesterday, where I had full plans for a a crockpot dinner and the day got away from me. Mm -hmm. So uh, luckily for me, I always have an emergency crockpot meal in the freezer. So like I will make, sometimes I'll do it on Sundays or sometimes I'll just do it like on a random day when I have extra time. It's like I'll make a batch of soup Mm -hmm. or I'll make a beef stroganoff or I'll make 
steak, even like burgers. I do the burgers all the time. Um, yeah. And I'll yeah. put them into the patties and, you know, I'll put my seasoning, whatever, and then I'll put them right in the freezer. Yeah. And it's always a way that I can say, like, if the day gets away from me, I have something in the freezer that I can quickly get ready on the stove for everybody in like 10 minutes and we all have a meal. So we didn't have to call for a pizza and everybody feeling sick afterwards because we had a busy day because that's that often happens. Oh, yeah. It's your emergency backup. Yeah, we got to plan for these things. Got to have an emergency. <laughs> just like we have the bomb shelter for the <laughs> apocalypse, we need to have an emergency backup if, in case you don't have the time during the day or you didn't get to get to the grocery store like you planned. I mean, sometimes for me too, when I have the like the burgers in the freezer that they're already made, whatever, and I like, I'm going around and I'm like, I don't even have a snack. And yes, for me. <laughs> like when you open every cabinet door in your house and you just go, God damn it. Nothing to eat in this house. Snacks for me. And I can't even decide on what I want to have. And I want to have, and like, yeah, burgers is a snack for me. I just heat it up real quick. And then I'm like, oh, okay. I feel better. I feel better. (laughs) I can continue. Burgers, you made me feel better. (laughs) And you didn't have something like, you know, those times that you, because a lot of times we go to like bananas or an apple or something for snacks. And sometimes you just don't want to have something like, sugary like that. Sometimes I'm just craving a protein. So I have my chicken in a bag. <laughs> Rarely do I bag. crave a, chick, a chicken in a bag. I'm going to, I'll be upfront and honest. If I'm, I'm going to snack, it's usually like on mango. I, I like a it. mango. Yeah. yeah. Like, like I like, I, I wouldn't snack on a burger necessarily, but I have in the past been, you know, completely up a creek and been like, okay, it's either I don't eat lunch or, and then I go to my my burgers in in the freezer and it's put awesome. it on a salad. Yeah, I yeah. put it right on a salad and I'm good to go. Hell yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm hungry. You just got excited. <laughs> I'm so excited about I burger do. on a salad. I do because sometimes when I feel like people will feel me with this one. Sometimes when you're like, oh my god, I didn't go to the grocery store. I'm such a loser. <laughs> I get so like hard on myself that I didn't think of this ahead of time that I'm like, there's literally nothing here. (laughs) And I don't have time. And then you're already hungry. So you start to be like, oh, yeah, you start to get whiny. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, and then when I find something that was in the freezer that I had thought of weeks ago or something, I'm like, I'm the greatest human. <laughs> Go me. Go me. I was prepared for my I'm the queen non-preparedness. Of the world. <laughs> that's what I'm talking Being about. Being prepared for your non-preparedness. Yeah. That's literally winning life right there. I'm saying. Accept <laughs> the fact that you're not going to be prepared sometimes and be prepared for that. Oh, Ooh, shit. Mind blown. I do want to say one thing about on the Sunday, Sunday stuff about making some extra things is that I think – One of the things that I do that is extremely helpful for me that I think a lot of people overlook is I have a bunch of veggies that are going to put them on a a sheet and just stick them in the oven for a little bit, a little bit, (laughs) around 350. No, stick them in the oven for a little bit and you can just leave them and do, you know, because I'm a lot of time on Sundays and like clean the house or whatever. And then they're all done. And then I have a massive like vat of veggies for the, for the week. What could be better? Yeah. So you don't have to think about like meal prepping these like containers, but that is meal prepping. That is so meal prepping, I don't right. put it into like containers and I have to have the zucchini and the summer squash or whatever. On um, Monday. On Monday, I'll have like a sheet of broccoli and then the summer squash and whatever on, on different ones. And I have, 
Yeah, I got options. Options are key. Yeah, and they can go into whatever. They could end up in eggs. I don't know. Because you don't know how <laughs> you might feel that day. But I know that I'm going to want veggies. For sure. But I don't know how I'm going to want them. <laughs> Life. Life. So I think that those are some some really good tips that you can start employing today. I know that my main thing is that I personally like to go to the grocery store multiple times per week. I think that's really helpful for me. I know that, you know, sometimes it can be easier to just go all in one trip, load up a giant carriage and go home. But I find that the the food that I'm buying, the produce that I'm buying, it just, I don't want it by day four. Like if I'm buying onions and I always buy pre-cut, I'm not going to eat them past the third day. So I find for myself that I like to do a bunch of little trips instead of one big trip. So I'll go like three times a week, but I'm only going for that night's dinner and the next day's lunch. So I'm just like scooping up. I don't have like a big cat. Oh no, we're going to get I said carriage again. We're going to get crushed You almost for that. said it. I think you just like started with it oh, like I did. a little bit. Okay. It was a cat. Okay. <laughs> buggy. <laughs> buggy. <laughs> I don't get a carriage or a buggy or a shopping cart. I get one of those handheld. What do you call yeah. those? Like a basket. Basket. I get a basket. And then I just, I'm like in and out really quick. And I find that works for me to keep my produce nice and fresh. And I can decide, like sometimes so I wake up in the morning I'm like, I feel like this today. Oh, yeah. And I don't have to be stuck with what I thought I would have wanted on Sunday. I can just go to the grocery store five minutes in and out and just come out with that night's I definitely, food. I definitely feel that because I, honestly, the big trips are a little bit overwhelming to me. Yeah. I'm like, and if you think about that amount of time, like, oh my God, you, I'm, I'm going to be here for a while. Yeah. <laughs> You got to really put in your headphone. You got to have a great playlist. Yeah. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like I, I find that those big trips are overwhelming and they, in, in actuality, it takes just as much time for the big trip as it does for those series of small trips. Mm -hmm. So, but it, of course, I mean, you got to do it your own way. You got to find what works for you. But I do think that the five tips that we outlined are pretty helpful. I know they've been helpful for us. And I think that if you take them and employ them into your own life, whether that be a shift worker or whether different kinds of things that you like to eat, but those like general guidelines can really help you to be prepared for the week. Definitely. And then you just work it around your schedule. I know I've, I worked with a woman recently who found it very helpful to go to the grocery store early in the morning. That's not for everyone, but she was going first thing in the morning, like before her kid got up and that made her feel like for the rest of her week, just so or the rest of the day, she was going like a couple times a week. She was the same thing. She's like, I don't know what I'm going to want for the week. And I was like, girl, I feel you. You don't need to. I think it was like a mind blowing. She, I was like, you don't need to like know what you want to eat for the rest of the week. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how I'm going to wear my, wear my hair tomorrow. No. I mean, everyone goes in their closet and says like, that, this was cute one day. I hate this. Why, who bought this for me? Oh, I bought that last week. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> but yeah, no, sometimes it's like that. Sometimes what you think you're going to wear or what you think you're going to want or whatever, it's just not. And that's why having options is is really great to keep you from. Because you know what's I think goes along with like, oh, I really don't want that chicken and rice that I prepared. I know what I want more. 
yeah fries like when it, when it you feeds this like other don't like, you string. think yeah yeah mm-hmm. don't you think it's like when you start looking at your food in a gross way like as something that you have you're being forced to eat and mm-hmm. not that you want to eat it makes you dream about higher calorie like treat food way more and then that craving is like set in whereas if you sit down every meal to something that you love you prepared and it sounds delicious to you you don't have those like FOMOs of absolutely burgers and fries and and stuff like that so and the, and the pizzas because mm-hmm. you love what you're eating absolutely I love that and I think we should end probably with that because I think those are great tips for everyone so good luck with your meal prep this week and do it in a way that fits your lifestyle that's the key and if you don't like kale don't eat kale <laughs> the main message <laughs> love you see you next week love you Thank you so much for listening to the Thick Thighs Save Lives podcast. If you'd like to join our movement, head over to the Facebook group and take part in our free weekly workouts for a chance to win some badass gear. Search Fitness Programming by CVG on Facebook. We're in there every day. It's a perfect place to get in touch with us. This podcast is made possible by Constantly Varied Gear, so be sure to check out ConstantlyVariedGear.com. See you next week. Crush your goals.